It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yes Yep, yep, yep January 2023 You already know what it is The ITC We here You know what I mean? Yes, sir. What's good with you, man? Man, I'm I'm great, man. You know, celebrating oh, shit. some life shit. You know what I mean? Not nothing nothing in specific, just I'm feeling great. Tapping into okay. my 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 higher vibrations. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know okay, saying? all right. It's <laughs> got my chakras clear. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit. Tapping into the other side of the motherfucking universal plane. <laughs> Shit, nigga, tell us some more. That's very yeah, I mean, yeah. mystical and vague at the same time. No, I mean, it's it, it, mysticism is always vague because yeah, it's hard to exp- it's all it's hard to explain. You know what I'm saying? Mm. When you're feeling tapped in, you know, and see if you if you if you a listener every week, you would hear like remember you was you know what I'm saying your shit was aligning up and you know what I mean. And then mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. right after yours was mine started clicking. And I was like, okay, I just followed along, you know what I'm saying, and paid attention. Mm-hmm. And now it's feeling like it's at a place of, you know, okay, yeah, mm. yeah, you know. Yeah, this shit is this shit is cruise. It's cruising. You at a at a uh, cruising altitude with yeah, the, uh, yeah, with yeah, the universe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The seatbelt sign is off. You know what I'm saying? Oh. They, they coming down the Walking aisle around. with the Coca-Colas and shit. Oh, oh shit. You can recline your seat. <laughs> you can recline the seat, turn your your, your Wi-Fi on. You know oh, shit. You tapped in, tapped in. Hell yeah. Okay. No turbulence. Nice. Nah, not nice. yet. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you ain't promised no turbulence forever. So, you know, you oh, got to enjoy man. those days while you got them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, man, that's good shit. That's how I'm feeling, that's man. Really you good know, shit. You know, it's really like, you know, sometimes you just intentionally focus in and try to help yourself get to another place and help yourself get past, you know, past traumas or past, you know, hard times or, you know, mm-hmm. things things like that, you know. And it's feeling like not that anything happened. I ain't make no deals. I ain't do nothing different. It's almost mm-hmm. like you, I you know, caught like glimpses of bad experience past mm-hmm. and, and immediately was triggered. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, not this shit. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then you had to catch yourself. Wait a minute now. Maybe this is just a clue. Maybe this is a sign. Maybe you need to go in and revisit that place where you, you know, once were and, and get rid of it once and for all. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of it be the... Not the actual experience itself, but the way the experience made you feel. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you have certain failures in your life that make you feel like that, um, you know, you ain't never forgive yourself for the shit. You know what I mean? You're just like, ah. Every time it you get a glimpse of it, you're like, ah, oh, no, not that again. But mm-hmm. sometimes you have to go ahead and crush that, forgive yourself, let that shit be in the past, and, and free yourself up to be going to the next place. Because... You no longer need that trauma no more. You no longer need that pain. You know what I mean? You no longer mm-hmm. need that that 
experience of hard times to feel like you've made it somewhere. You know what I mean? Right. right. A lot of times you look back like, yeah, I made it past that shit. I made it somewhere. But really have you if you still kind of resort to it, you know what I'm saying, when shit get tough, like, oh, you fall right back into the same steps. So what you want to do is kill the whole shit so you ain't got to fall back in it. Mm. So that's, that's deep. Now, how do you, I mean, without, I guess, without being so specific, what tools would you say help to actively kill that shit? Well, you have to, you know how they say you can't go around it. The best way, the best way to, you know, the other side is through sometimes. So mm-hmm. sometimes you got to sit right in it and really, okay, deal with, all right, how did I end up there? How did I put myself in that position? How did I, you know what I'm saying? Where did I fail? You know, and, and um, why does it make me feel this way? And it was never really about me, myself personally, but say when you going through hard times and you, you know what I'm saying, you, you might be broke and you look mm-hmm. around and then you're, you know, you see the effects on your family and your kids, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, ah, you know, that hurt more than anything. That, that, that hurt more than the actual event of being broke. I told, <laughs> you know, we, we work on, you know, um, black girl stuff as a show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're always coming up with topics and shit like that. And, you know, during one of the topic sessions, I was just, I just, you know, reiterated to the group sometimes that, the, you know what I'm saying, being, as a as a man, especially a black man, being broke could be the worst shit ever. You know what I'm saying? That's the worst shit you could be. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could, you know I mean, you could be a whole lot of things, but when you broke, boy, ain't no forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so like, I, like I said on the other part, that's a, broke is a lonely, a, a very solitude place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but when you got a whole family, it's not, you know what I mean? And they depending on you and you looking around, and shit is tight, and you like, ah. And they looking at you like, ah, nigga, we need a new daddy. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's broken. <laughs> they ain't saying that because, you know, kids no. rarely understand the, you know, the severity of a situation. But because you still, it wasn't never to the point where, you know, it wasn't nothing to eat and we was homeless and no shit like that, but. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In those situations, you just feel the pain of like, damn, I'm letting everybody down. Fuck myself. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, you get past it, and this is years. Years have gone past, but you still feel it because you might see a, a glitch in the matrix, and, and 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 you might see something that your kid learned during that era of brokenness, and you like, damn. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. You just, you, you get to a point, like, yeah, damn, dog, that was, you know what I'm saying, 10, 15 years ago. You got to let that shit go, and you got to be able to move on. You got to be able to kill that whole timeline. And and so sitting in it and really dealing with the thoughts of how that felt, why it felt like that, you know what I mean? What, actually, what, how you got through it is really important because, you already solved this puzzle once. Why are you why are you letting your mind drag you back into the problem that don't even exist no more? Mm-hmm. So, so once you like go through the whole situation, we figure out. Okay, damn, that's how I got through the shit. Oh, all I gotta do is keep doing shit like that, and I, you know, you just won't. You should never 
end up in a situation where you feel like that again. You know what I'm saying? Not that you won't end up in a situation, but in a situation where you feel like that and you, you know what I'm saying, you hold yourself to this place where, where you know, a standard that's unfixable because it's, it's what's done is done. So um, sitting through it, going through it, and coming out the other side, and then allowing yourself to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all I know. I don't know none of the technical, you know what I'm saying, shit for that, but that's how it sounds. Sounds technical right enough. <laughs> sounds like if it worked, that's all that's all that matters. Whatever the whatever the phrase it is, if it gets you where you need <laughs> to be, it's technical enough. Uh I was listening to somebody on the podcast and they were like, yeah, man, you got to forgive yourself a thousand times. And if you get to that thousandth time and you still need to forgive yourself, give yourself another thousand times to forgive yourself. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, just stay on it because you're going to make a lot of the same mistakes over and over and over again. Right. Uh, but hopefully you learn from them. And to your point about going through it, especially if you've been through it before, because it's very easy to. Forget that times, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If you get caught up in the, the anxiety of it or the panic of it and, and the shame of it, you could forget that you've been there before and you got to just trust the process. Like your point, like just keep doing what you need to do like you did before. And next thing you know, you'll find yourself at the end of the tunnel. Um, mm-hmm. What's also funny, though, is, uh, you know, you're talking about like... You know what I'm saying? You got your family, and they'd be like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. But <laughs> what's so funny about that moment, it was hilarious, is later on, you see a lot of that shit become leveraged for, like, uh, like, like depth or grit mm-hmm. or, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. nigga, we was fucked up when we was young, but we got through it, you know what I mean? That's just how I learned. <laughs> That's how I got to, you know what I'm saying? That's how I developed my, my metal. And it's all of this, right. like, pride from it now. But before, right. it was a lot of resentment. It was like, ah, right. why we ain't? And um, I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine yesterday. We were talking about New York and how, you know, I've been saying for a while, New York, you know, there's so much pride in the hardship of New York. Like, we turn hardship into lifestyle. You know what I mean? There's this whole, you know, not to use the buzzword of gaslighting, but there's that thought of if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. It's like, but you struggling here, bro. You could go <laughs> and live a lot better and have a washer and a dryer and a dishwasher. <laughs> Shit could be way less of your own. Yes, you know what I mean. You don't gotta leave your 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 domicile to wash your drawers. You could do that in the privacy of your own home. Anyway, <laughs> um, but it was just like we was having this conversation, and like, damn, you know how you know how shit is just getting more and more expensive, and it's just like it started to really feel like New York's always been expensive, but it, I really feel like. It's so it's it's getting to some real have and have not type shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then the you know because the, the levels of not only just cultural diversity but income diversity, so much culture came from that, right? And mm-hmm. now shit just feels so like 
homogenized. I was saying, you know, sometimes I'd be on, on stage at some of these clubs and the crowd just looks like, ah, like the same motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't a, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, we're talking about, like, how you could actually feel it. We've been, a, you've been here long enough to see it. Like, but as adults, like, you know, as a kid in New York, you know it's expensive. You hear it from your parents or whatever, and you might catch a a few strays and certain things you can't get. We can't afford that. We got, you know, we got food at home or whatever, whatever. You might see the stress <laughs> of bill paying. But until that shit hit you, until you feel that shit, <laughs> it's a different animal. And you like, and then, you know, it's 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 so funny, like, how, like, now, you know, debating, looking at who you look at, some of these people in culture, it's so funny when you see people like, Cardi B talking about, you know, the price of lettuce and everybody talking about how the price of eggs then went up and shit like that. Like there's this uh this it's it's funny that like you know um it's this weird convergence of like when you said you know like being broke, especially as a man, being broke, that shit is devastating. That shit will destroy your ego. You you kind of discarded. Like, ah, I heard he broke. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how they hear about it. They hear about it first. Like, you got, the, you got like, a virus. Heard that motherfucker is broke. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> boom. But, like, but at the same time, trying to be financially prudent. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you do realize... That yeah, eggs are getting expensive. You know where you gonna have this conversation at without somebody saying broke ass nigga go buy them eggs. What the fuck you want buy half dozen? You know what I'm saying, nigga? What you gonna do? But no, <laughs> if you are in the world spending real money, grocery store like dog. I could I, when I go to the grocery store, I look at that shit like the stock market. I could see shit like oh this jump from fucking. Two sixty nine. Now that shit three nineteen. Mm, like I'm peeping it. You know what I'm saying? I look at my old receipts. I'm like, oh, they really, they really going for this shit. But um, you know, like, but at the same time, you you gotta enjoy it. Whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Not to say whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Like we don't have no agency or no, you know, it's just a free fall. But there are elements like that that will, if you don't, if you, if you're not careful, it could pull you out of the present. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, I've been, you know, like when when you were saying that whole thing about pay attention to the universe, I've been trying to do that. But then I'm also, and not to get all, <laughs> and only what I will disclaimer <laughs> it and shit like that. But you know, like I've been trying to be on some, you know, gratitude shit. All that shit sounds buzzwordy and new agey and shit. But I truly. <laughs> Try to be on some gratitude shit. Think about everything that I have. Like, boom, boom, boom. Everything. There's things that I want and there's things that I'm going for, you know, and those things may come or they may not. Whatever. We'll see what happens. Or it's going to come in time and you got to trust this. You got to move that. But at the same time, before you allow yourself to go down this little anxiety spiral, you got to, like, tap in to your point of, well, I got this, I got that. Like, I got a roof over my head. I got my, my mind. I got my ability. I got that. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, however granular you need to get to 
set yourself in that moment and enjoy that moment. Like, why you got today? Make the most of today. Because at the end of this whole shit, all you're going to have is the, the, the memories of the days that you had. So if right. you just, at the end of it all, fucking reminiscing on days that you was worried about being fucked up, it's going to be tough. You're going to be a drag in the, in the, you know what I mean, around the young folks or the, or the people at the old folks' home or whomever is wiping your ass. <laughs> they don't want hear all this, these fucking... Struggle ass, you know what I'm saying? Right. But anyway, so that, that's mm. what I'm saying. Sometimes you got to let them, you got to kill them off and let them just disappear. Yeah, you man. Know what I'm saying? You just got to let them just disappear. It's like, um, you know, when you talk about all that stuff, you know, uh, oh, Miriam Hasna, she, she does this thing called the, the New Earth Mystery School. Mm. She the one talk about all the time, like I'm jumping and all that. Right. <clears throat> and one of the things you know she said is you know, your you know your mind and your body, you know your mind you know makes your body feels the the struggle, like the stress of the struggle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But your soul, your soul don't feel like because it's not attached to, you know what I'm saying the earth like that. It's not attached to this world or the, this you know. It's not attached to time and all that kind of thing. And again, mm-hmm. all of this shit is all you know, it's out there. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you know, put yourself in that type of mindset. But when you really tap into yourself and you feeling like your your spiritual part of yourself, your soul part of yourself, you know, even in those times, you know what I'm saying? In order to keep creating, in order to get out of the situation, you had to find a place to where you can continue to be productive. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It wasn't like you know, I had no job to go to. I was making all this shit up, you know what I mean? And my soul never felt pain. It never felt like, okay, this is insurmountable, you know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, we see a way out of this bitch. Now let's just put these pieces together to try to get there. And and that's where you got to try to keep yourself in that space of like your your soul ties, you know what I'm saying, to yourself. And and if you but if you if you live within what the world say and how the world thinks and what everybody else saying and you know what I'm saying all those things then you 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 gonna feel how the world thinks you should feel and you're gonna adopt the worldly ways of of the struggle. But once you forget that part and just live inside of your, it's like when you that's why I like like when you talk about starving artists or struggle rappers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. When them niggas in the studio rapping or painting and all that type of shit, they don't feel that struggle. Them niggas just be in there doing what they do because they be tapping into a whole another part of themselves that that's not attached to the world. This is something they creating within and then it's coming out. So, you know, I, you know, I, I could feel that. You know what I'm saying? It never disrupted my creativity it just disrupted when you had to look up and a motherfucker asked you about okay now what we gonna do about this oh god damn you know what i'm saying shit you know it was slapped back to reality you know what i'm saying there goes gravity yeah no it's because you get caught up like you say you can kind of get caught up in like <clears throat> society's idea of whatever you know i guess success could be or whatever. Like, um, I was watching this, 
I was online. I was looking at this cat. I came across this shit on Twitter. Some dude named HB Rainey, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And he do he does like these like. I just came across one of his like videos. He does these little videos and shit like that, and some of them they they're funny. They're just offbeat shit, right? But the, the first one I ever came across was like some real existential, but like funny shit. But there was one line. Because it was getting, re- everybody was like, oh, he's looking into my soul and all of this type of shit. But there was one <laughs> line I thought was so ill. He was like, he's, it's like a vlog type shit. And he's talking about, you know, how you see all these people with their their vlogs and they're kind of narrating their life. And he had this one point where I guess he's like, not meditating, but he's sitting in the room by himself. And it says, then I have enough, I have, it's like on TikTok, it says, then I realize I have just enough time to ponder how capitalism is inherently anti-community and how it took having mm-hmm. a paid-off car, a mortgage on a co-op with no co-signer, and an inheritable asset for my two beautiful, healthy children for me to feel successful. But despite mm-hmm. all of my blessings, all it takes is simply not having a job for me to feel like a worthless piece of shit. <laughs> it was right. just like, it was... <laughs> and he, obviously, the delivery is way, like, just uh, more like casual so it's like a casual profound type of thing the way he throws it away i'm just reading it as a transcript but it was just like you know it's that what's next culture you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and what's next will always keep you out of the present when it's like yeah, yeah, yeah right. niggas will be at your premiere you know what i'm saying yo that's what's <laughs> up my dude so what you got next You're like well hold on right. we on the red carpet for this shit that i've been working on for nine months that's what it is, man. It's a, it's very deliberate, man. Living life how you want to live life, and, and, and like really protecting, you know what I'm saying? Your your sanity and all that shit. You got to be real deliberate about that shit. Like you gotta, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be deliberate about all this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it takes a lot of energy to create anything. You yeah. know what I mean? And when you creating your 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 life journeys or your ideas or your career or your way mm-hmm. it takes it takes a lot of fucking brain energy strength you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying fortitude you know what i'm saying heart all the shit you know what i'm saying is eat like when you could point it out when you talking about like the streets right mm-hmm. oh you know what i'm saying that nigga got heart you know what i'm saying or you know Damn, that nigga, you know, been grinding for, you know what I'm saying? He done finally came up. He getting it. Oh, that nigga did 10, 10 years standing on his head. You know what I mean? Like, you have all the the, the parallels if you're talking like the streets and all that stuff. Because, you know, it's just like more people are able to express it. And, they, and people can see your struggle when you're doing that, right? When you're in jail for 10 years, people know, oh, he been down for 12. Now he done came home and they throw you a party. But when you home and then, you know what I'm saying, everybody don't have, you know what I'm saying, they not in tune to to your struggle or what you're going through or, or how long you've been going through it, right. it just becomes, you know, if everybody just fast forward past that part. Let's skip the intro, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and, and, and get straight to it. So, you know, the sports, you know, you could watch a nigga journey play out on TV every weekend or, you know what I'm saying, throughout the week if it's basketball or baseball. 
You know what I mean? Everybody, you got a jersey, you got a way to follow along, you got people that's chiming in on ESPN, but ain't none of that shit for your life. You know what I <laughs> mean? Nah, 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 nah. Ain't no, 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 no. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to, you got to figure out how you gonna do that shit with, without that, or create all that for yourself. You know what I mean? And 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 it's tough. It's tough because it's just you making shit up sometimes, even though. A lot of what you're doing, people have already been through. But you don't know everybody's story. Everybody keep their struggles and all that shit to themselves. That's why I share some of this shit because it's like, the fuck I'm going to do, hold on to it. I can say this shit, let it go, and then I don't have to be revisiting it in my head. You know what I mean? When I'm home in my house trying to figure out my next move, I don't have to go back through all my <laughs> struggles just to get started on my new idea. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So and you unburden yourself too, and people can relate. Like people that are like dealing with the shit quietly, they they be like, "Oh shit!" Like they, you know, they feel seen. I remember, like you said, people, you know, when they creating, sometimes they don't be thinking about. It. I remember when I was super duper broke, right? I was going through mm-hmm. it, and um, I'll be honest, which I made some of my funniest shit at that time, right? And I was having mm-hmm. a conversation, with a friend of mine. Because at the same time, I remember this was around recession time, and you know all types of shit. My bread was fucked <laughs> up, <laughs> and I was yeah. I mean, every, it was a beautiful thing because it was like it was the community of it all. But still, <laughs> and still, I remember talking about having all these jokes, and I remember at the end of one of these shows, it was this bad shorty. I forget her name or whatever. I don't even know if I even know her name. We were just talking. She was like. Yeah, you shouldn't be talking about being broke. That shit, man. That shit, oh, God. I was like, oh, damn. That's what I'm looking out here. But then I had to, like, I I was really conflicted. Because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about this shit. Because then, you know, especially when your money is fucked up or anything is in peril, you start to get mm-hmm. try to get so in tune with your energy, right? So I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't know if I should even be talking about this broke shit because maybe I'm fucking casting a spell on my shit and I'll never get over it or whatever. You know, all of the little scarcity thinking fucking, you know, like the spiral. But at the same time, like the shit was heading. And obviously it it worked out, but it was just such a weird thing because it was like, I didn't, it got so bad, I just could, I wasn't going to suppress it. Like, it was for real. Like, you mm-hmm. can feel the shit I'm creating under duress. Like, I'm not just going to be light with it. I'm never really, it's really hard for me to, like, if I ain't feeling it, it's hard for me to, like, not pull that out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, it's, mm-hmm. I you know, I can compartmentalize, but I don't think it's healthy, especially if it's something that you enjoy doing. If you're trying to express yourself, I don't feel like... Mm-hmm those two line up so you gotta say fuck it man and accept what the situation is and i think through acceptance there's a breakthrough and then you you relate like that's the reality of it all because we all can't be super nigga you know what i'm saying like <laughs> we do ideally that's what you want to be you know what i'm saying realest nigga ever you know what i'm saying Ain't never never right. not had no bread you know what i'm saying all of the, whatever right. fucking bro Shit, even super niggas go back to the to the motherfucking back cave and be like, God damn, I'm gonna do this shit. Man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I remember speaking of some shit like that. I remember writing some shit. I was looking through it. I was like, uh, a superhero in New York City. I might have said, oh, I forget why. I said a superhero in New York City. You'll probably catch that nigga right at the turnstile at the subway asking a nigga to swipe him through just because this city just fucked your whole shit up. Nigga couldn't even be super. He can't even fight crime without just a little assistance. <laughs> nigga, just, I'm trying to save the day, my nigga. Can you just swipe me through? You know what I mean? Because he just <laughs> fucked up financially. Fuck but out of here. Intention, the fuck out of here. Nigga got his fucking, he got his cape and a Dwayne Reed bag. But um, <laughs> anyway, man, you know. <sighs> yeah. But yeah. again, this conversation wasn't about being broke, right? It's about how not let allowing any struggle, yeah, to keep you from being, you know, what I'm saying, in your in your your life force, you right. Know what I'm saying? Right, 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 creating your life creations, and you know, what I'm saying, making moves towards where you're going, because mm-hmm. broke and all that shit, it ain't no fucking. That's not. That's that's that shouldn't be the thing that stops you. You know? Yeah, yeah. It can't be. It can't be the thing that stops you. Not having the acknowledgement or, you know what I'm saying, not having a support group or not having a tribe and all that shit is not a reason to stop. You know? It, it it's a reason to dig further, deeper into who you are and what it is, your purpose is and where you're going, even if you don't know your purpose, but you know you got a dream, you got an idea, you got something. You got a goal. You know what I mean? Even if that goal is not to fucking be broke, you know what I'm saying? You can't let that 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 current situation stop you from being the motherfucker you sitting out to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> now, speaking of uh, struggle, uh, I finally got through Kindred, right? <laughs> and you struggled through that bitch, huh? You said what? You struggled through it. I struggled through it, bro. That shit was a lot. It was heavy as fuck. And what killed me, I even tweeted, but what killed me was I got to the end of the shit and it was a cliffhanger. I was like, yo, wait a minute. These niggas. Yeah. Motherfuckers done had me in eight hours of fucking antebellum slavery only to be like, nigga, where's you going? We ain't done. You know what I mean? I was like, God, I was, this shit got me a little fucked up. I will say the last two episodes made me kind of appreciate the show more and um, chopping it up with a few people remind, about remind it. Remind me, remind me of those last two. Uh, what happened in the last two? It was basically, I mean, it's basically the same episode, but it's just, I don't know if it was the acting. What was it that turned me on it? It was... Um, Oh, what happened in the last two episodes? Um, Homegirl, <laughs> I forget her name, Winnie. Winnie come out the crawl space, and then she jet. Uh, they sell my man Luke, I think his name is, the black slave. Mm-hmm. They sell him mm-hmm. just on, just because he got tired of him. But you started to see, like, I guess a little bit, like, you started to... Um, See some some like some little depth to some of these these characters. They just wasn't like just mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't just like a slave with just you know a limited uh, context in the show. Now we're starting to realize right. Luke and 
Master, I think Tim or Tom, I forget his name. Tom, they go back from when they was kids and they were close. You know, you know, they were close, as close as you could be with a, sl- or, mm-hmm. you know, as white people seen them as chattel. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <clears throat> so as close as you could be to your slave. And he kind of sold his slave a dream. Like, yo, if you fuck with me, I'm going to get you your own plantation. It's going, you know, I'm going to look mm-hmm. out. And obviously none of that shit happened. And then, oh, and then that's what happened. And uh, Luke, you know, he was having his, his, his wife, I forget his lady's name, but his lady was having a baby and she mm-hmm. and the baby died. And then, Upon closer inspection of the baby, the baby got blonde hair. So he like, damn. You know what I mean? Well, I thought this was my child. This motherfucker, the master, sleeping with my lady. And like, it's like, damn, bro. Like, you know, how much, mm-hmm. how much more can I take? You know, and then he started to get a little vocal about it. I think being around Dana might have been, you know, depending on who you ask, a bad or good influence, but they started to be a little bit more surly about it to be I thought one of the funniest lines which was so it was the funniest line but so fucked up um master was like I tell you one thing the most depressing thing you can ever have is a melancholy slave I said damn <laughs> that's the most depressing thing you can have is a melancholy slave but that shit you know but they, they see him as chattel you know what I'm saying? So it's inconvenient. Right. That's like when your remote need a new battery. You got to slap that shit just to change the channel. This shit is inconvenient. Like, ah, fuck. But, um, so that shit happened. But what I was looking and went there and then, you know, in the last episode, or maybe the second, was it the second to last episode, the master, um, you know, walked in on, uh, is it Dana? Yeah, walked in on Dana reading and he was like yo didn't i tell you not to read and then dana was like yo i could teach you how to read you know what i'm saying which is she's like that's an appeal she's like you ain't gotta tell nobody i'll teach you how to read because she know he don't really know how to read he been out here trying to you know be a fucking plantation owner since fucking seventh grade or whatever and uh he got tight you know because god who is this chat who is this motherfucker your remote control again. Talk about, yo, nigga, I could teach you your smartphone saying, yo, I could get you right. He was like, hell nah. He dragged <laughs> the shit out and started and and whipped the shit out. Like, whipped or whipped it. I, all this time, it's funny <laughs> because the fact that she's kind of traveling between, you know, Antebellum South and then back to present day or somewhat present day. Right. There was this moment of since she's dipping and dodging, you kind of felt like she was still on the safe side of it, and that's when they that's when it really that's when they really broke to whatever like that all of that shit. And the fact that when she came back, she still had them those those slash the fucking the whipping the whelps all on her back like she was bleeding you know bleeding and all of that shit. So I'm like, damn, but. At the very end, to because this is what I'm thinking. Because now I'm engaged. Now I'm like, oh, they don't. Nah, fuck that shit. They this this gotta. She gotta go to the to the refrigerator, get the hammer, and go right back to the south and just start. You know what I mean? Be the first Negro mass shooter and just start bucking. You know what I mean? Fuck these muskets, nigga. I got <laughs> I got come back with the switch. You know what I'm saying? And just start letting shit off. 
That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for because I'm thinking like this is fiction. You know, like I, we we you know we leveraging this trauma, but this is fiction. So like, damn, after eight hours of this shit, or maybe four, because it's going back and forth. Can we get some resolution? But then that that you know, long story. Then that became a whole conversation. I had a friend of mine, a friend of mine, talking about, you know, that's that's what we. You know, unfortunately, this is a, a cynical way of looking at it, but that's what we're here for on a certain level is to this mm. narrative is fodder. Right. So it's just like, nah, you know what I mean? Like we're kind of more comfortable with y'all, you know, still being in limbo in traumatic limbo at that. And then if you look at shows such as you know, some of these other shows where there was somewhat of a resolution or at least somewhat of some expansive thinking that happened with slavery, whether it was Underground Railroad, whether it was Lovecraft, Country, all of that shit. Them shits is gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the... F- this? It, it's, it's a little disheartening. Like, God damn, all of that. And this is Octavia Butler, who's a black woman writer. You know what I'm saying? Like... I've never read Kendra, but I've always heard about her being ill. So now I think I do want to read the book to see how it ended or whatever. What, what, what did they change and all of this shit? But I'll say this. Long story short, um, I found myself liking it a little bit more, especially as far as the character work goes towards the end. I still kind of, mm. it still kind of made me bugged out. Like you escaped all of this shit. And you still most concerned with the fact that <clears throat> you left this white dude back there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you like fucked up over it. And the thing is, unfortunately, it's foul and all of that, but he ain't gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? He gonna be he gonna <laughs> be way better than you would have been. Trust and believe. You know what I'm saying? And you he, just he, met this motherfucker. He stuck out there, though. You said, yeah, he stuck <laughs> he out stuck there. He stuck out there with his, he stuck with, his, with his iPod. He stuck No, she took the iPod back. She and, oh, gave, she and gave it to the sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She took the iPod back. That's why I was like, oh. she need to come back with that pistol. You know. Uh, yeah. It's getting cracking. So, so the trip shit, mm-hmm. the trip shit was, you know, one, she came back with the, you know, with the disruption, mm-hmm. you know, as per usual. Mm-hmm. And... You know, how could she not? You know what I'm saying? Coming from 2020, whatever, mm-hmm. and dropping into that shit, how could you not come with some disruption? You know what I'm saying? Knowing what you right. know. Um, so with that disruption, you know, she's still stuck mm-hmm. in a place where the laws is against her. You know what I mean? The way of the world is against right. her. And shit, Master is mad because they took his little, you know what I'm saying? His little thing thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That was that was his that was his you know his comfort right, mm-hmm. and and his property in that time right. Like, but we shouldn't give a fuck about that. But we we see he was real mad about that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some of them other ones, you know, would have been like whatever, whatever. But that one, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Away. Tight about <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That. Yeah. Yeah, he was tight. He was tight, tight. So he was down there. I'm surprised he had a had that much patience. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he was like, Luke, you figure this shit out. You was on watch, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shit. 
Luke is conflicted between his, you know what I'm saying, his race and his and his owner mm-hmm. and his future, you know what I'm saying, his future of getting land or whatever, what he thought was his future. So, shit, he held strong, you know. Old girl was like, shit, let me go the fuck back. I'm chilling. Shit, I'd rather be there than tied down in this basement. Mm-hmm. This ain't fucking freedom. You know what I'm saying? So, I think the picture that it painted was that all of this shit, any decision was complicated. It was no simple decisions, especially when you coming from the 20s and be like, shit, I'll never be a slave. They'd never do that shit to me. Goddamn shit. And you end up down that motherfucker with some slashes on your back. Then you realize that these decisions ain't as easy as you thought they was. You know what I'm saying? Now you're compliant. Yeah, it's fucked up. Right, I was like, yeah, damn, that whip is a motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I seen it in the book. <laughs> I, this is this shit you know what is saying? crazy. Yeah, you walk walking around in the 2020s, man. I ain't no slave. I ain't belling no hay. Uh-huh. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Shit. Uh, shit. Woo, what I had? Yeah, what you mean? How many bundles? How many bales? Right, you know shit. Yeah, you might you, you might plot your escape, uh-huh. but just like with old girl. The escape ain't as easy as mm-hmm. it as it seems. It ain't as free as if as they make it feel like you beat the hound dogs and you're just out in the free. Right. Nah, you got to plot all the moves and the moves take time. And in the meantime, between time, shit, you a pris- you a prisoner. You worse than a slave at the until the point you get to freedom, and that's that's the shit, man. It's like you got to go through it. Yeah, not around it. You got to go through it. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and yeah, so, nah, I'm just I'm just saying, like, when you, you know, I was pretty, like, come on, man. Why are we stuck in the damn slavery time so much, right? <laughs> right. I never read the book. Uh-huh. But once, like you say, once you get to those last episodes, you start to, I started to, you know, connect some of the dots. So, oh, shit, they making a, you know, a parallel. They making a point, you know what I'm saying? They trying to show us. You know, how hard these decisions are, how hard, you know, the life was. It ain't just, you know, I ain't about it. It's like, okay, even the most dutiful slave, Luke, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Still get his wife, you know what I mean, took in a in a miserable way, mm-hmm. you know? You know, shit. And still, once you realize what's going on and motherfuckers lose lose interest or or trust in you then they ship you off down the river to a motherfucker you got no connection with you got to start from scratch no your your kid still on the other plantation your old lady gone or even if she was still here even worse you know what i'm saying you just ripped apart and you know i like like when the motherfuckers be like you know that trauma is in it. It can be transferred in your DNA and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't also tell you that all the good shit that happened and all of the, you know, what I'm saying the king shit that happened and all that shit can be transferred in your DNA as well. Then you know, what I'm saying you think the only thing make the marker is trauma. Shit, you could pass along some of the good shit too, and I think that's that's why we're still able to enjoy life even in America and even being former slaves and all that shit, we still could find joy in our soul because it's already there. Yeah. It's a, it's a mixed bag. You know, you gotta take the good with the bad. 
it's unfortunate though <clears throat> that for most of pop culture or even historical uh accounts that it's like the beginning our origin story kind of starts in slavery like it does it was so disconnected to what was going on in Africa and all that and you know it's just like starting off as chattel so this whole shit is is you know it could have been worse that type of shit and then the other thing that was kind of frustrating mm -hmm. you know as much as my fantasy of homegirl coming through with that pistol and letting off the thing about it, because that's what I really wanted to see, because I was upset when she looked at the shit and then closed the refrigerator. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why would you not take the most, you know, up-to-date killing technology back? You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. But what I you also realize, just like, you know, it's such a web. And everything is so intertwined that even beyond until her aunt showed her that Bible, which could only, that really just opened her eyes just for her own lineage. But you killed the wrong motherfucker. You fucking around may never have a Martin Luther King, might not have an Obama, no Oprah. None of these people that give you hope in present day, you know, and shot down, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? They're for, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, uh, their forefather, their deep-seated, you know what I'm saying? Like, the shit that they came from in a in a blaze of glory. Mm -hmm. You fucked it up for the future. Just for that satisfaction. You fucked it up for yourself. That's the whole yeah, point. Yeah, you got to be careful. It's crazy. She trying to save, she trying to save her own yeah. family. You gotta, it's like a minefield. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, man. Shit crazy, man. Shit, shit crazy. That's so, I think it's an interesting take on slavery and crazy part is when i was home uh -huh. in new york the book is on my bookshelf at the oh, house look at that. i ain't buy it but it's there <laughs> I, mean, it's, I ain't buy it <laughs> it made its way yeah <laughs> i think i got it somewhere too i know i got one of her books maybe wild seed or something but i always i would always hear how ill she was i'm just not super science fiction but everybody was like nah she's the one Da, 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 you know, a point of pride. She's a black woman, and you know, science fiction. You don't really see a whole lot of, like you said, we don't see a whole lot of melanin in the future. You know, so um, mm -hmm. there was always like somebody pointing to her shit. You know what I'm saying? And I never, I never mm. cracked it open, but I think I might. I think I might see what's what. But um, yeah, man, yeah, damn cliffhanger. Well, I'm glad you made yeah. it through it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it took a while. <laughs> Fucking cliffhanger. That got me sick. I was like, <laughs> word? That's, how, that's what we doing? <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah, that was... And, that, and I... That ending was... Huh? So what? That, that ending was, you know... That ending was so anticlimactic. It was, it was, yeah, it was just like, come that's on, what we doing. Man, fuck all this time. I'm 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 pressing the shit for the next. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking to, to skip the skip the credits like where the skip mm -hmm. button at? You know what I'm saying? Next 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 episode in ten yeah. seconds. Nah. Nope. No, no sir. No 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 no. And then the way shit's been. You're done. Go ahead. What you say? No, I said that shit was like you're uh -huh. done. <laughs> Whole lot. Lights came yeah. up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to go home. Yeah. And then it's fucked up because it's like seeing how shit is trending. I, who knows if they get a second season? You know what I mean? Like that's the fucked up thing. So now you just now you're just staying in the cliffhanger. 
Ain't no, you know. So hopefully, hopefully we get something. But that's the hopefully we get more slavery to to ah, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> um, you ready to go to Detroit? What you feeling like? You watch? Did you? Did, what up, though? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sipping on Verners. They really be on some real Detroit. I like some of that shit. Uh, I'm fucking with it, man. This this episode, yeah. Yeah, what yeah. you remember? What you, let's talk about it. We're going to go. Ah, yo. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's a lot going on. It's, it's Devil's uh-huh. Night. You know, they burning mm-hmm. shit up. You know what I mean? Um, you know, K-9 then offered Misha, you know what I'm saying, a proposition. Uh-huh. That he that he obviously couldn't refuse. Yeah. Got down, got down. Um, his 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 lieutenant right hand man is still the police. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where you want to start? <laughs> Whatever, have it. You just ah oh, man, I'm gonna start in church. I'm gonna start okay. in church. Oh I forgot man, to say that's on what the I wanted. That's one. my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro! You, I you, forgot, brother. You are. Oh, we, come we, on, you ain't want to ease it. Talk right, about, we, we talk talk about that shit because that was a. I was like, you are wild right now. You are. I mean, what I meant to say last uh-huh. week, man. When, when you you know when when old girl when his wife came home uh-huh. with the new negligee uh-huh. and you know what I'm saying. He was standing there with that credit card bill in his hand, and she was like, come hither, come get right. me. And then he was like, what's up with this credit card that you put in our daughter's name fucking up her future? Yeah. I was like, oh, nigga, just early in the episode, you was begging for some. You know what I'm saying? That argument could have waited, nigga, until you, you know what I'm saying, until y'all got y'all shit off. And this shit, then you might not even been mad about mm-hmm. the shit no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can move on to something else. Ah, damn, what was I mad right. about? Oh, right. shit. Well, we can maybe have some post-coital <laughs> budget talk. You know what I'm saying? That'd even be right. a little easier. You know what I'm saying? But. Uh, that, that shit would have been like, you know, baby, you know, you really shouldn't have put that card right. in baby girl name. No. Oh, <laughs> we going to cut it up. Dead room. You know, so I'm glad you bought, yeah. yourself, bought yourself something nice. You know what I mean? Time uh-huh. Right, right. <laughs> but anyway, so then we flip to this this next episode. You know what I'm saying? We in church. Everybody having a good time. They playing the music. You know what I'm saying? Mrs. Flinnery is, you know, enjoying the vibes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? He up there in his groove. You know, he always wanted to be a musician, so he up there in his groove. Mm-hmm. The lead singer is in his grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm talking about all oh, no shame. Fire and desire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the right. duets up in this motherfucker. And he wasn't even singing. Yeah, he was just all gazing. <laughs> he was hitting that guitar. He was strumming the <laughs> you know shit out saying? of that guitar, though, with the with the, hunt, with the, with the bounce yeah, in his shoulders. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, Miss, Miss Fenry's face went from a smile to a frown. Oh, no time. Sick. You know what I'm saying? Man. He, 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 he was locked yeah. in. Now, let me ask you a question because I, I, I was trying to discern. There was a couple things that got me thrown off. Was that the third driver? Which one? The, the white lady? Yeah, was that the lady that was singing? No, 
No, the lady singing. No, that's not okay, the third. Okay, because I couldn't tell. It looked like it was a the white girl. The white girl is the that's, third. Because that's what made me bug Blonde out. Because later on, um, when T's like, I ain't never really done nothing like this with, with white for, or white something about white people, and I was right. like, now nah, she white. Right. I thought she was like you know Creole or light skin, yeah. but I guess that was two totally nah, different see, women. That's okay. Nah, nah. See, that's what I thought last week. I was asking, was mm-hmm. she white? Because I, you know, I just saw the blonde right. hair. So obviously, she was, you know, probably like a Detroit white girl with a tattoo and right, blonde right, hair. You know, right. had a, you know. So, but the church lady is the church lady. I, yeah, she was brown I skin. I couldn't all the because they had a profile and she, she looked like she had a mullet. I guess some bad people had mullets back then, but I thought she had the same. No, nah, that's the white girl had that's that. That's what mother. I thought. That's why I thought they nah, were the same the woman. Had, that's why nah. I thought they was the same woman. No, no, the black lady was black, brown skinned. She wasn't oh, even. Oh, right. I gotta look back at it again. Maybe I'm bugging. Maybe my th- yeah, 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 yeah. Look back. Yeah, we, we know they be mixing up the characters. You don't yeah. know who T and who to plug right. from that line. You know, shit get kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's a lot, a lot coming at you. Real so fast. wait a minute. But anyway, Hold on. was she, that the same lady whose um fan he was fixing? Yes, oh, nigga. Okay, yeah, she. You nigga left the church to go fix the fan. And that's crazy that old that the, crazy. The wife even let that ride out. Cause she saw what it was. I mean, she had that credit card still hell hanging yeah, over man, her yeah. head, but she did throw a zinger before the nigga walked out uh-huh. the dodo. How'd you, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, yeah. she cause she talked to the she talked to Pastor mm-hmm. Snoop. <laughs> Pastor Snoop. Pastor Snoop was like, you know, Pastor Snoop was like, you know what I'm saying? Shit, you might want to just be submissive. Get your old man some of that thing. Yeah, time about. And then she was like, well, it's hard for me to be submissive. Yeah, she be, hey, you ain't going to get none in. So, you know what I'm saying? So then Snoop, double time, flipped on back to the mm-hmm. other side. Hey, brother, brother Flannery, let me holler at you for a second. Put a bug in your ear. You know what I'm saying? If you need to talk about it, you know what I'm saying? Let me know what the fuck you talking about. You know what I'm saying? I, your old lady had told me that, you know what I'm saying, shit went right in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Nigga, what? Motherfucker, if you don't keep my motherfucking bedroom out your motherfucking mouth, I'm a bunch of motherfucking right. teeth out, nigga. In the middle of this pulpit. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right here. And You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I, I'm just saying, nigga, keep I, what I mm-hmm. just say. All right, then. But you might want to find a new hiding place for uh-huh. your little, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. black tails. Yeah. <laughs> God, this motherfucker done told him uh-huh. about oh, He was yeah. hot. Oh, that man, stay hot. Yeah, yeah. Stay on his last nerve. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Hey, he's like, you know what I'm saying? Well, well, I mean, you know, he about to go on his little tube belt, about to head mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. to, you know what I'm saying, Marfa mm-hmm. House. Uh... <laughs> Where you head? I'm headed to Marfa's. Yeah. And matter, see, he threw her off. She was trying to get to it, but he was like, listen, here, you gonna go tell a stranger about what we doing in the bedroom? Yeah. He ain't no stranger. He the pastor. Mm-hmm. On his third <laughs> wife. <laughs> you talking to, yeah. Right. You're not gonna disrespect a man of the right. cloth. Yeah. What about some respect yeah. for me? When you earn it, nigga. That nigga stormed out there, on, you know what I'm saying, pushed the pedal to the metal to get to Miss mm-hmm. Martha house. I don't even know if that's a name. On the, one of Any the old ways, way. one of the two, something like that. She had to, she had to. Hey, nigga over there. No, <laughs> Go she ahead. had the little high five on. That's what they used to call it back in the day, the high five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the high five. With the, with the TV and the stereo and the mm-hmm. console in mm-hmm. one. 
with the tall speakers and shit, getting wow. to it, talking about you can't dance. You know that that little challenge, that little taunt. You can't even dance. <laughs> he shit. like, like girl, going on, girl, well, going on. Off this ladder. I mean, that's yeah. when the nigga start getting goofy. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. going on, girl. <laughs> shit. Nah, you can't beat me then. Let me get off this ladder and come on and show you a thing or two. Man, <laughs> <laughs> shit, that shit was funny. <laughs> that was goofy as fuck. Get that hump about your back now. <laughs> that shit, yeah, that type of <laughs> that type of energy to it. You know what I'm saying? Just dancing them demons off. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get that yeah. uptight out. Oh shit. They ain't had a nerve to pass a nigga. Once you get a nigga, hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, the fuck? Yeah. That might as well have been a five hundred oh, yeah, back in them yeah, times. Yeah. Miss Martha selling yeah, dope. Something. What the fuck going put a, on? She put a deposit down, though. You know what I'm saying? Let you know, hey, hey, now. You know what I'm saying? It's more where that came yeah, from. She pulled that titty yeah. money out. Yeah, that shit uh. warm. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, that, that titty warmth. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. It was a, a moment where she, like, when he left, she, like, looked off. As if somebody was, I don't know if she's setting them up. Obviously, this is way too early for a ring cam, but it felt like maybe that was mm-hmm. just a throwaway glance. But she got she got some designs on this cat, and the way maybe now maybe mm-hmm. now driver three might not be in play at the moment, or maybe he might start wilding, but. Shit, shit is coming out the seams. Like it's the seams are starting to tear apart in their their relationship. You know mm. what I'm saying? He feel like Rodney right. Dangerfield in the house. You know what I mean? And he, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. But but D D, yeah, let me ahead. ask you something. You know what I'm saying? Between last season uh-huh. this season, I thought they had already broke up when she let uh-huh. Meach come back in the house and he. I, so I don't remember when he came back into the play. Uh, you know, that's interesting. That's a good point. Um, man, for a second, I forget how that went down. I think, um, mm. yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Either way, they've been having some yeah. some difficulties since last season. You know what I mean? And then maybe they worked it out right. or whatever, or maybe he came back for the kids. Because I think that might have happened towards the end of last mm-hmm. season. I think they kind of, something happened okay. to that effect. Meach left and then he was able yeah. to come back home. I think some shit like that happened. Yeah, I, I can't know. remember. All right. <sighs> okay. That's that, that's 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 the that's old the old Flinner reason. Now the young Flinner. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. in the young situation. Let's go on over the T. Let's go on Let's over go the T. Let's go to T. Okay. So... So now T and what's Lala's character's name? Okay. Lala. <laughs> That's just her character's <laughs> name. So T and Lala. What now what happened initially? Oh, so T come back over to the spot. He's like a, he, you yeah. know, obviously oh, he's drive first of all, it's Devil's Night. He's driving Nikki to school. You know what I mean? They they having a good mm-hmm. old, you know, chop up, ha ha ha, you know, whatever, whatever. Then they done did some shit to his <laughs> um his tire, so where he had a little blowout, that shit starts swerving all over the place. Nikki catch a hit the back of one of them dead and headrest, and these them old Detroit cars. <laughs> so that headrest felt like a fucking metal lunchbox. Smacked a whole, gave it a concussion. 
You know what I'm saying? So then he realized um, it's the white folks. You know what I'm saying? Over at, I think, Touch of Class mm-hmm. or whatever. Or at least the white man. He's the face of it, but he got he got a whole lot of brothers working with him. So anyway, he go to go see Lala. He like, yo, what's the situation with them people over there? Lala like, yo, listen. You need a little bit of some backup if you're going to be fucking with them because they, you know, heads up, it's it's deeper than rap, you know. So he like, right, I got people. Don't even worry about that, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think she fucked with his, you know, a little bit of his ego there too. So, and this is also a point of pride. He could, mm-hmm. this is something that she know they got something in common. So, like, he really got to do this cat dirty just so she know mm-hmm. how he could get down. So now, um, he pull up on him, Dolo, like she said, do not do. And uh, they let him know. <laughs> they gave him a warning. Like, fam, like, you know, motherfuckers came out of everywhere. You know what I mean? Everywhere. Just mad black cats coming out of everywhere. Shit looked like a Ford plant. Niggas is coming all out the woodwork and mm-hmm. whatever. They ain't talking shit. It's like, fam, I think you need to leave. Or it's going to be more than your tire that's going to get blown out. So he's like, all right, fair enough. So now, you know, similar to Meech, you know, his diabolical plans, them shits come together like bing, bing. So um, mm. he goes home. <laughs> this is what remember we talked about this last week. Driver 3 is like, yo, Pops is tripping, but I already know we got to get back. You know what I'm saying? She ready to go. So he like, yo, what you know about cars? She's like, man, I, I know more than a man. So he's like, all right, bet. So they go out there with two big bags of sugar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought it was going to be a little bit deeper than that, but that's what they started with. They did some other shit. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's okay. that's the thing. That, no, nah, that's the thing. Because when he talked to the white girl, she was like, he was like, you know your way around uh-huh. cars. And then when they finally talk about, yeah, we could do this, do that, and it'll be like they never know yeah. where it came from. Yeah. Right. Okay. Then they walk in that bitch with Drip all that all sugar, dripping sugar floor. all over the floor. <laughs> all over the floor. <laughs> you know shit. Like nigga, they gonna know exactly right, what a nigga right. did. <laughs> Fucking footprints in the sugar. You know what I'm saying? This shit look crazy. So now they're throwing the sugar in the shit. I'm thinking it's gonna be a little bit more sophisticated. Long story short, they did some other <laughs> shit too. Fifty pound yeah, bag of sugar. So they did all that shit. These niggas, one niggas crash out. Of course, Meech and the squad, they pull up right at the moment the motherfucker crash out, drag them out the car and some Reginald. Is it Reginald Denny was the one that caught the ass whooping in the, um, in the riots? Was it Reginald? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I did. Yeah, gave it to mm-hmm. him. Yeah, so they, they, they beat him down. Bing, 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 bing. You know what I'm saying? They, you know. And then I guess, I guess that's supposed to be you know, that's going to settle that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It might turn into some more shit, I'm, but he got his ass whipped. I don't see how it's going to settle that if nigga just destroyed your whole fleet, right? They did right, the sophisticated right. break job on the white boy, but then they uh-huh. they did the whole snow sugar job all through the whole goddamn garage. Mm-hmm. They gonna, nigga destroy your whole fleet. They was already to get down, about to get down just because the nigga wrote on a flyer. <laughs> right, right. They patty. You know right, saying? exactly. This is this is for real. These are real stakes. So yeah, shit. we'll see. You can destroy your fleet. We boy. will see. You coming to kick some ass? You coming to kill a nigga? I hope so. But I'm, you know, sometimes, sometimes some of these uh, <laughs> villain 
plot lines, they don't last they don't that last. long. They they just get, yeah, they just get resolved. And it's like one or two episodes. Now we got some new villains. Right. Them niggas so, out of business and right. Big T roll on out into the sunset with a fleet of limousines. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the whole shit. So we'll see what happens with them. So that that's one thing. Now, uh, we could talk about, because there's still some more things. There's the canine, mm-hmm. um, Meech, uh, I need you to do this. And then, as you said before, there's old B. Mickey with the police. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this is what kills me about the B. Mickey in the, in the cops situation. <laughs> the, is, the cop like Tyreek, too. You said the cop was like who? Tyreek. <laughs> Power universe. Yeah, just, word. This nigga, this nigga teleport everywhere. <laughs> he pull up as you about to light your cigarette. Hey, nigga, here's some flame. And it's like, nobody else in Detroit see you in this cop everywhere. Like, this nigga don't be no type of discreet. He pull up like he's your right hand. He he with you more than you with Meech. How this shit hasn't gotten back to Meech yet is Beyond me, I mean, it's killing the me. The nigga but, get in the so. car with him, the police car with him. Let's go for yeah, a ride. Yeah. Right outside the, what was it, the Bobbins, wherever the fuck they was at. Little Come Coney on, Island man. or something nigga, like that. Meet me around the corner or something, nigga. <sighs> you got everybody see this. Everybody. <laughs> so, go ahead. What you, 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 you take so, it. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, um, B-Mick and his whole little campaign when it came down, you know, the police wanted to set me up. And I mean, the police thirsty for this shit. I don't know how he set up raids. He set up raids like Tyreek get the Queens. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We going to get them at the spot. Wrong. You know what I'm saying? We going to set up this bar. If you don't set up this bar, I'm going to fuck you up and your mama. So, mm-hmm. so you know, be Mick in the heat of the moment and the, at the height of the situation, everything ready to go. All he got to do is take these niggas to the bar. He stalled. He didn't want to do it. He couldn't figure out whether he's going to do it or not. He went, made a call. I'm not sure who is calling, but he stalled I out. I thought he was calling Meech for a second. Man. Nah, Meech okay. was like, nigga, what the fuck? Let's go. Right. Then, I just thought he was going to call him on his car phone. Then yeah. here come Lamar. Blast him. Blah, 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 bum, bum, bum. You know what I'm saying? Shoot Meech up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Meech crying for help. Police like, never die, never, never. <laughs> Get on the yeah. ground, never go. You know what I'm saying? He, he acting like yeah. them niggas in Memphis that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just killed the boy this week. You know? Oh, I ain't even. Yeah. I didn't hear about that. Um, unfortunately. Yeah, man. They they just killed four, four, five black police killed um this kid in Memphis, beat him to death. But any old way. Oh shit. Yeah, you you'll see about yeah. it. But um anyway, so you know, the 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 um the Asian cop with the with the. You know what I'm saying? Hurt herself problem. I don't know what they call that disorder mm-hmm. when you got to hurt yourself. Yeah. I don't know what's going yeah, on with her. She burning us, burning her whole yeah, skin man. with with the goddamn cigarette lighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yep. know what's going on with her. And seeing, you know, all the burns look like she's been doing it for a minute, so she tripping. <laughs> like, 
She, like she been to a whole lot of clubs. Yeah, now they be stamping your hands so you can drink. <laughs> yeah, she got a whole bunch of them shits on her her forearm. I like her storyline. I like her, so I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with her. Yeah, I mean, we need to know why the fuck she what's going on with her. Was she yeah. like fire so much? Like to get burnt and shit, right. running the burning right. houses and shit like mm-hmm. that. I don't know what the fuck done happened in her life, but. You know, yeah. it's devil's night. They burning shit down. She running to the building, save a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so she 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 tell them to follow her to take her to the hospital. She create a little, you know what I'm saying, convoy and they escort mm-hmm. them to the hospital. You know? So that's, so Meech, Meech motherfucking story, that's how it ended. You know what I'm saying? It started with his cousin calling, talking about he got robbed, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he got to go to K-9 and, and try to get some weight front front it this time because mm-hmm. he's short. In the midst of cash. a drought. Mm-hmm. In the midst of a drought. Mm-hmm. So K-9 offering him a proposition, bring me the nigga from last week that was talking all that shit. I don't know why he couldn't just go get the nigga. I don't even know why he wanted the nigga killed because, you know, mm-hmm. seemed well, that, that you know he – well, we didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't well, even. Now we know, but I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, do yeah. you think K9 yeah. knew that at the time, or he just was mad because he hit on that at the time? I think it felt like he was. He knew. Man. He felt like he at least had an idea. So now like, he's you know, psychic and teleporting. Well, one he saw her. He saw him hitting on her. Mm-hmm. But if that's his lady, you know what I'm saying? You know who you with. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you know what she like. If she like motherfuckers that's getting money or if she, you know what I mean? Like, you know, she, you could tell, oh, nah, I think, I think she might be jumping off with him. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Don't so. seem like enough Because she, he me. didn't seem surprised when he was like, was he by himself? I think that was even a moment because I thought for a second, I thought Mitchell might have lied. Mm-hmm. And he kept it one. He was like, nah, he was with your girl. You know what I'm saying? He was like, uh-huh. Okay. Trick ass bitch. That's- yeah, and I think that's why he wanted he wanted homie a lot. Well, you know, like we said before, he liked to kill. That's yeah. his. That he don't got no vices but killing. Killing right. is his vice. Right. Yeah, well, it's a hell of a vice. Drink, I don't smoke. <laughs> yeah, but I dismember a motherfucker like yeah. Shit. yeah. So yeah, but go ahead. So you know, now that you know, Meech went over there to try to execute the plan. You know, the nigga busting back. I don't even know what kind of plan Big Meech and them had. What B Mick was doing, bust going through the back while, you know what I'm saying? The nigga was already blasting. And if B Mick couldn't hit him yeah. from the back, I don't know what why why he even did that plan, but okay. Yeah, especially if you're not trying to kill a guy. Right. And which, then you know, seem to be, yeah. And then uh-huh. okay. You get there, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You burn the nigga car, draw him out, but you don't move fast enough to get him while he out. You let him run all yeah. the way back in the house, close the door. You all the way across the street. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, damn, like, wouldn't you be right there if, the, you know what I'm saying, if that was the plan to draw him out, shoot him in the foot, shoot him mm-hmm. in the leg, something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Be standing right there by the door? I don't know. <laughs> but, so, you know, they they in there blasting on him. He blasting back. I mean, he was busting that there. Boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that will throw yeah. a nigga playing off, nigga busting at you like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 with intensity. <laughs> he wasn't no reluctant shots. He was ready to go. Yeah, he was wasn't. Y'all of him. It wasn't, yeah. you know what I'm saying, no shoot to scare, nigga. That shit was bossing. Uh-uh. 
Yeah. So these niggas get all the way down the line. Old girl pulled the pistol on them. Uh-huh. Of course. They talk our way of out. Course, of course, of course, ghost meets Tyreek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> Come on yeah. now, shit. I don't got no shit. If I want to tell your business, shit, this ain't going to stop nothing. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck who you fucking shit. I can't here to do a job. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Okay then, okay. Oh, yeah, later. You stay cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> that nigga meat smooth as fuck. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's oh, that, so that, that so Meech had to go back with the side nigga. I wanted I wanted to kill him myself. So, you know, Meech had to not get no weight. And then nigga like, you know, and check your cousin's story, nigga, cause shit, yeah, niggas do lie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So now we hit lie. Now we hit a cousin in Cleveland, rolling through the car. east side with a new car, flexing. So, Quit his job at the video store. Yeah. Nigga <laughs> don't even work at the video store. I, I guess oh, we'll be shit. on a field trip to Cleveland next week uh, after me get out of the hospital. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know, he'll heal up fast, wild. though. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the yeah, magical 50-cent universe. Uh-huh. That Lamar medical plan. Ah, oh, Lamar. Uh, Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> Lamar. Lamar. Lamar so far. This nigga. Hmm. <laughs> like, he like a friendly ghost. Yeah. The way he got, you know what I mean? Drop off some candy and shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Go see his little daughter. House, <laughs> right? Like, this nigga got yeah, a whole... <laughs> Bullet wound all in his abdomen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He moving smooth. He moving through. Nigga yeah. moving smooth. Nigga got a brand new Jeep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Lala getting beat by her man. Yeah, so, Lala being abused. That's her storyline. So that's why yeah. she's susceptible to yeah. the young nigga game. Uh-huh, uh-huh, he was like, all right, well, shit, I guess this is the, this is the point where I kiss you after you telling me how you been getting beat on. Right. You know what I mean? I can help you out. Don't do nothing. All right, well, let me get a kiss and send okay. you back on to your, to your villain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To your abuser. <laughs> oh, shit. So there that go. Um, I'm trying to think what else are we forgetting about <clears throat> anything. I think that's about it. Oh, I mean, it was the moment with the, um, you know, I would say it's cliche, but it's, you know, kind of, one of the moments to kind of, I guess, to to show you the the damage of it all. So he go looking for homie. He run into his old babysitter who's not a crackhead. Uh, who got the little yeah. bit, you know, the daughter there. <laughs> he yeah. called get the crack and a Happy Meal. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because shit, we got to get, we got to, business is business. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's crazy because that scene could have been powerful. But yeah, we, you know what I'm saying? It was just so happenstance, you know what I'm saying? It was just a random yeah. occurrence upon a long big beach journey. And mm-hmm. it was so, you know what I'm saying? Like you say, cliche it was like, you know, the way it was like she just sang B I N G O. Wait a minute. I know mm-hmm. that song. Every fucking body know that goddamn song, Meach. <laughs> Ain't no goddamn special song. <laughs> Hey, yeah, she's not a deep cut at all. It wasn't sung in a special tone. It wasn't nothing. Right, not at all. Uh, Wait a minute. uh, uh, Wait a minute. Is that you? (laughs) Who was my babysitter? Uh, Uh, Michi. 
Mishy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they could have picked a deep cut for that, you know. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, they, yeah, that was that was too, that was a whole lot. <laughs> she could have just, it was just as black. She could have just been singing her ABCs. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a, a minute. B, C, D, E, F, G. I know that. Wait a minute. <laughs> now I know my ABCs. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, man, that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. It was good to see the little old school McDonald's um, Happy Meal Happy box. Meal, yeah. I don't think they do those no more. I think they get your shit in a, a fucking brown bag. <laughs> <laughs> kid, just man, you better be happy, kid. There's a toy in there somewhere. Oh man. shit. Anyway, shit. Oh man, but I'm tuned in. I'm locked in. I don't know if you've been. Fu- Are you fucking with your honor or nah? Not yet. Oh, man, check it out. Check it out. It's all been right. pretty good. Also, what I wanted to say, I mean, we talk about this shit all on some production shit, but you know, uh, Old Godfather Harlem is back. Is it? I might. I yeah. think I done missed the episode. I mean, season. They on what, three? Yeah, I think the season three. You missed last season? I thought you I saw missed last all the two. Really? Oh, yeah, because, you know, that shit is on. That's like a. That shit is on epics. epics. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You you be working through trial <sighs> memberships on that shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was <laughs> like. Double yeah, Dutch and trials. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> trials and tribulation. That's the network. Yeah, that shit crazy. And <laughs> I, I heard they up. changed the Malcolm X character. <laughs> Did <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. To yeah, another, another actor? To a, to another actor, so I yeah, know. nigga, like shit. I'm tired of this shit. Niggas don't even see me playing. Yeah, <laughs> you might start this getting off that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm start, I gotta. I mean, it's the second Thanksgiving in a row. Niggas ain't know I was on TV. <laughs> you know what I'm saying you on TV, nigga. Oh you, shit, I, I ain't play Malcolm X. You play Malcolm. Denzel play <laughs> Malcolm where? X. Where you playing Malcolm X at? Get the fuck out of here. Denzel epic, is, epic. What the fuck? Denzel yeah, is the forever Malcolm X. He said, oh, Denzel, yeah, yeah, especially, yeah, come on. Ain't nobody fucking with that. Ain't nobody fucking with that. That shit is over. That's like, uh, <laughs> it's not the same level, but it's like Paul Winfield is the ultimate uh, Martin Luther King. I don't think there's no, <laughs> that's the only Martin Luther King I respect. I ain't seen no, I forgot what my man's name is, David Aiello or whatever his mm. name is. I couldn't fuck with his, uh, nah, it's yeah. Paul Winfield. Yeah, yeah man. Anyway, <laughs> oh shit, man! All right, well let's get let's let's get out of here, man. Let's get out of here. It's transformer. Right, uh, shit, y'all. Um, <clears throat> I got shows coming up. Uh, on DamianLemon.com, put up a few dates. I'm in um uh, Potsdam, PA, uh, next month. I'm in deep somewhere in Jersey next month. I got a few local shows too. Uh, check DamianLemon.com. I'm putting my dates up. And until next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. We out.